Capital 263. Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. You're listening to the second part of our top 10 countdown of political moments in 2016. In part one, we counted down from number 10 to number four. In part two, we'll be looking at our top three. We'll be looking at the moments that didn't quite make the cut but were quite noticeable. And then we'll be looking at what to look out for in 2017. Um, talking about shockers. Um, number three. Where's my 15 bids? <laughs> sure. That was a good um, So, in the that president's um, birthday interview on National Broadcaster, he said that $15 billion had gone missing from the diamond revenue from the diamonds in this country through corruption and other leakages. $15 billion had gone missing through leakages and corruption. This was said by the president on national TV. I'm still convinced he thumbsucked. Yeah? I think this is one moment I think he was just going for shock value. And he was just like... Is, is the president known for saying looks and fast <laughs> statements? Or was he given yes, the wrong I mean, speech? Look, was he given the wrong speech? No, 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 no. It was an interview guy. He was sitting there. He was having so, a good so, time. And so he can't say something. anyone who knows... How much really got? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was sitting there with my old man. Even you were shocked. Cause I, ah, <laughs> that's a lot of money, guys. <laughs> no, fifteen billion dollars is a lot of money. I, it's 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 concerning that fifteen billion dollars, a number that was given to us by the president, went missing, and nothing has been done. Nothing. Not an inquiry. Not a. Not not even. The arresting of one customs official yeah, at the border. <laughs> like, it's just, the whole year has gone by. Yeah, with nothing. With nothing. No commission set up to, to investigate. No, no police officer put on the case that I know of that Constable Ningi is looking into where this 15 billion dollars yeah. went. And Constable Ningi in, in Kwasimba police station. Oh, Marangi, Marangi. Guy, where the diamonds come from. So, yeah, $15 billion. Not even the minister of um, no one, mining was brought before a parliamentary committee. Not even a cursory, like any, anything to just actually, try and that, sing. That's actually concerning to me, is that in other scandals, parliament, uh, parliament has brought ministers and that sort of thing yeah. to the table. These parliamentary portfolio committees. Um, Honorable Wajgajena, yeah, who but, is another one part of this whole factional thing. Yes, that's why the Minister of Mines hasn't come in front of any parliamentary committee. Because parliament, my understanding is these committees are run uh, by the Lacoste faction. So who knows where the 15 bids is? Ask the army. Ask Lacoste. <laughs> okay, when you put it like that. So who's going to bring... Because if you look at um, my brief understanding of the way the Marange diamond fields were, 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 were managed, is that of the five companies, all of them were either part army-owned or part state-owned, um, either through MMCZ or through the defense forces themselves. MMCZ, the board is compromised of generals. The defense forces, it's uh, the permanent secretary of the army that signs all these deals. So if you had to ask someone where the money was, you're going to have to ask the army. And who is going to make that? Who are you going to ask them? <laughs> yeah, that's a difficult position to be in. Um, but the fact that you've been elected to this 
office to represent the people of Zimbabwe, I think somebody has to do it. And, yeah, no. And the fact is, and we just did the army. Where's the 15 visa? Eh? <laughs> yeah, no. We really want to know what happened to that 15 billion dollars. And if it was our, um, no, not that if it was, they were definitely involved. The Chinese. Um, no, they were. They were definitely involved. Is that these things were just allowed to happen with no care, no regard. Imputing. I think, yeah, that one, that one's a tough one, eh? When, you, th- when you think about it, that one's just, it's, and just what our, our budget for 2017 is what, 9 billion? Are we not sitting at no four four, four billion? Yeah, sorry, four bi- our GDP. <laughs> sorry, our, our, our budget is four billion. Our GDP might be nine billion. I was about to say nine. Oh, so so if if we had had access to that funds, if some of it going through legitimate channels through treasury, even with the ineptitude of this government, they still would have been able to pay salaries on time. Uh, still would have been able to make sure our hospitals have have medicines. Like I don't know why you they we actually are laughing about it because you know like I like I said one day when people say the economy is suffering it's Aska who make the economy it's people who are suffering so this fifteen billion is funny as a number on paper but when you actually think of the lives that could be changed no fifteen fifteen billion is serious yeah and I don't know I don't know what can be done to I suppose. Not, not even that, but just bring people to account, man. Just bring them to account. But And you know what? Kudos to the MDC. I've given them a lot of um, flack this year for some of the things they've done, but they did have that march. Oh, yeah. That where's the $15 billion? The, the most uh, attended march. march this year? Yeah, it's, it's controversial, the numbers. In fact, marches have had controversial numbers. I think the Herald said there were, what, 300 people there. Yeah. Um, Newsday said, news day said 5,000 5, or something like Daily that. Daily News so, was on 15. So it's quite, yeah. Zim I was on 20. So you don't I ever was know. There. I was there on the day yeah. because it's right close to where I work. And uh, it's definitely up 3,000 people. Yeah. I can try to say that much. But that was the one thing they did. What they then failed to do, though, is they had, let's say, 3,000 people or 5,000 people in Africa Unity Square with a very small megaphone, and then it was done in like 10 minutes from the time they got to Africa Unity Square. So what happened was Trangirai came up, and then he went into the square. He spoke on this megaphone that you couldn't actually hear yeah, unless you were yeah. right in front, and then everyone left. And from that day, Z, yeah. nothing. Like, that was it. I think they held another couple of, other, other couple of rallies sick, elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but look, is he the only person in the MDC? No, if 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 someone else in the MDC, like for example, if Shamisa then decided to do that, he'll get reprimanded. What are you trying to do? See, this is the problem with... I'm just saying facts. Political. I'm not saying... I, I'm yeah, not agree with... I'm just and, telling and I'm you saying, facts. And I'm saying this is the problem with political parties in this country, is everyone wants to be the big man on campus. So mm. then, then you have that. And then in retaliation to the MDC... Um, Rally, ZANPF on Africa Day. At the Million Man March. At a Million Man March, organized by... Funds from ZIMDEF. $430,000? I was going to say, organized by Comrade Kudzich Panga, 
<laughs> then you subbed Comrade Togarebi as the uh, head of for youth yeah. in Zambia. That's the first time you actually have somebody under the age of 40 being secretary, secretary, secretary for youth. Which is incredible because I didn't realize that until that happened. That Absolutely. how can you have secretary of youth at, at as who is no longer constitutionally defined? And he was like, yeah, Togarepi was. And before him, there was a sixty-year-old, yeah. sixty-five years old, a sixty-four youth. So I mean, that's because you like young days doesn't mean you <laughs> <laughs> you know anything about the youth, eh? <sighs> Jesus. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. So they organized their retaliation march, million men march. People came up. They turned out. How many people were there? No, there were people there. I'm not even going to deny that. In fact, I remember, you know how I know there were people there? Because I was at, uh, what's it called? At Chicken Inn along, um, along La Magandi there. It took me like three hours to get some chicken because all these guys were holding their $10 that they were paid to come and march. And they're all buying their food before they got back no, into their buses. It wasn't paid to come and march. It was a per diem, okay? So you wanted people to starve. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that that's how... That's, no, it wasn't it's fine. Paid, there were people there. It was an allowance. And they were, they were given... They were paid to be there. Hey, they weren't paid no, to be there. If they I know they were getting $10, I would have gone and marched as well. They were given a food allowance. Yes, I also wanted that food allowance. Yeah, that's you. Can't I would have then, gone and marched for that. Ah, for, for free then, then get Free get, do for what? Get ah. your political party to organize a march in which it gives you a, a food we allowance. We march on issues and what we believe in our hearts. Not because of the monetary incentive. No, they were marching on issues, ka? Uh-uh. What was the issue of the Million Man March? In solidarity with the president. <laughs> yes. They're protesting no. us, protesting no. the president. No, no, no. It's because people, the media especially, has been pushing this factionalism agenda and the succession <laughs> issue that the, the youth within ZANPF had to organize they and pro- say we are in solidarity with our president <laughs> and we want to show that we will be with the party and 2018 is our candidate and so forth and so I, forth. I hope, I hope Zanupi of Youth is a, a smart come 2018 and demand parliamentary representation and, and, um, and ministers because there's like a condom like this guy. They need yeah, to but, really. But was, was Million Man March when they were, pro- no, Million Man March was not protesting protests. It was. That's Million Man Part was the one, our flag. Yeah, that was our flag. Yes, yes that yes, was yes, our yes. flag. Yes, yeah. it was. They were protesting protests. No, they were. And you know, the thing is, the ruling party uses literally like a prophylactic. Put them on, do your business, discard them for the next four years. So I hope, I hope if they say, no, we want 60% M- youth MPs, I will be very happy with that. Our flag. Mm. Professor. Um, Talking about, boy, uh, anyway, talking about that, number two, we're leading up to the big one now. Number two is another serious issue, corruption. Mm, corruption's heavy. Corruption in this country. Yeah. And, and it actually is so heavy that it needed almost, because 15 billion is also corruption. But it this, is, yeah. But, but this um, needed its own, its own thing. And yeah, I think it's second because probably the biggest impact on our country this year has been corruption. Um, and not just the cases we mentioned here, in terms of everything. Um, it's everywhere. It's from the police officer who says, let me see your reflector or your honeycomb reflector is in a honeycomb or whatever it is, mm. to the guys at whatever primary school or high school it is who demand something so that your son can, can get, get a, a school place. Or daughter can get a place for grade zero. It's become Everywhere. extremely endemic in the society in general. Yeah, that's it's like our national pastime is corruption now, and we are all um, yeah, responsible. 
We're all responsible. Yeah, yeah, restaurants. Like, you know, when you, you go to... Joe Gansi, do you think Coke knows that we're paying $10 for, 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 for their bottles at roadblocks? <laughs> I did, I did. But even even in, in bars and restaurants, yeah. you know when it's full and you, you spot you, the waiter and you, you just feel like, hey, <laughs> No, that's yes. tipping. That's tipping, okay? <laughs> it's not corruption. For service. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's it really is on us as a country. Um, that I don't think we do enough to combat corruption on our, in our day-to-day lives. You know, um, the mayor, yeah. um, Ben Manyenyeni, said at a meeting... His worship. His worship, that's the one I was looking for. His worship, Ben Manyenyeni, said at a public meeting that he held at Townhouse, he, uh, he was speaking about uh, Harare becoming a world-class city by 2025. Yeah. And he then said that... Um, if you're going to have a world-class city, then you'll need a world-class government. Right? Yeah. If you're going to have a world-class city, you're also going to need a world... You ask, do we have a world-class government? If you're going to have a world-class city, you're going to have to have a world-class town council. Do we yeah. have a world-class town council? And then finally says, if you're going to have a world-class city, we're going to need a world-class citizen. Do we have world-class citizens in Harare? Was his question. Out yeah. And I think it's on the issue of corruption as well. Is Yes, the problem starts, or the biggest problem is at Zimdev and at Zimra and Potras and Netwan and all these other government institutions, institutions and, and parastatals. But you as a citizen of this country, what is it that you have done to aid and abet corruption as well? Mm. It's just something. But yeah, speaking of the corruption scandals, I mentioned uh, Zimdev. Yeah, Zimdev was, uh, what is it, 430,000 in cash? Um, uh, how much in, in diesel? I'm forgetting. Um, like a hundred thousand liters, liters of diesel. diesel. Yeah. Um, were taken um, from Zimdef and went into a number of entities and companies that were run by the deputy minister at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the deputy minister, with uh, the minister's knowledge. Well, he claims he didn't know. He claims he didn't know that the deputy minister owns these companies. Anyway, the, the minister in question is uh, Professor Jonathan Moyo. Uh, he also used a number of, some money from Zimdev to buy bicycles for the chiefs and the traditional leaders in Cholocho. Um, and then he self-described himself on Twitter as a Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. um, he, but either way, the money was taken up procedurally. Said, he said, He'd rather be Robin Hood than a murderous yes, something. Yes, I'm trying to allude a murderous uh, tribalist. Was tribalist, it? Yeah. yeah. So um, he was. He was. He he then claims that he didn't actually say he was Robin Hood, but he was just. Yeah. He'd rather be, you know. But yeah, so Prof Moy he denied all things. He said he didn't know that the money was going into his deputy minister uh, Gandawa's company. So he now threw the deputy minister under the bus. He did. He said, but yeah, honestly, wait, you are the guy, I suppose, who signs off on these things, or at least the reports come to you. And you, you see, Henry, if you are my deputy minister, yeah. surely, 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 I should have some inclination of where, who, who at least I want to see who the CEO of this company, company is, is. Right? Yeah. If I'm giving money to Delta, I want to know who runs the Delta. directors. Yeah. At least let me know who runs these companies. Because you could be giving money to 
uh, a murderous tribalist yeah, for all you we could know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you could, you can. It you could be giving money to the mafia. Um, and it's on that, it shows how incompetent at his work he was. Yeah, he, he, if anything, he's guilty of gross negligence. At the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. Yeah. Right? If, yeah. Uh, you know, at the worst, he's, he was willfully corrupt. And the thing is, if you look at his sordid history with, with money, and I don't think he should be allowed to sign even a family bank account, um, to be honest. <laughs> but, but let's not throw accusations around. Let's wait for the courts um, and the Zimbabwe Anti-Corruption Commission to come to, their, to the, come to their conclusion. But even that institute, the Zimbabwe Anti-Corruption Commission, is compromised. My God, it's compromised. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any institution in this country which is not compromised. Yeah. Um, um, the Zimra scandal. Zimra, uh, after an internal audit, um, then suspended Gershon Passi and about five other top managers. Um, and it's come out about 20 million in, in money is unaccounted for over the period of Passi's uh, time there. Uh, it's still ongoing. I don't actually know where it's going to go, but what's what's worrying is that he's suspended on leave with salary, so he's fine, man. He's, no, I think I think didn't his salary? Um, did they finally stop it? I think they did. I think oh, okay. They did. But yeah, initially when I the first article yeah. I read, he had he literally would have told me just go home, we'll sort this out, and then they had to suspend his deputy because his deputy was trying to cover his tracks for him, and then they had to like get rid of five. Um, uh, five top top managers at Zimra there. Yeah, no, Zimra Zimra's special. The Pasi one for me was it was serious know. because he, so he's alleged to also have brought in a vehicle. Um, I think yeah, it was a, a Toyota Land a Land Cruiser, Cruiser, which was brought in as a Realm. For those who don't know what a Realm is, like a little tiny comes. Yeah, special. so he brought, so he, <laughs> <laughs> well, really that's what it is. Yeah. He brought in and he paid the duty uh, duty. Equivalent to that of a realm. Yeah. Which, I mean, you're the head of Zimra. The you actual have, thing you... And I'm sure they even have perks that, you know... Allow certain discounts, yeah. you know? It's not like he's... Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't understand why uh, he, he would do such a thing. But I suppose it's just if you see that you can get away with it... Um, and Zimra is the revenue authority. And if you've ever been through past the Bait Bridge Boda Post uh, driving, you would know how corrupt these people at the bottom are. And he's the one that's meant to be, you know, fighting corruption. And, and, and these guys are answerable to him when they all know how corrupt he is. So nothing, of course, was going to change. And then there's the case as well of um, Mr. Charlton Shihuri, who has, who faked his O-level, um, certificate and then he faked other certificates. I forgot, completely yeah. forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah, the audit brought out this guy has four O-levels. He's been working for Zimra for 13 years, forged his qualifications. And what was he doing? He was the um, loss control. Ah, so of course they're making losses guys loss control and yeah. former O-levels. <laughs> <laughs> he was the loss control director. Uh. You can't yeah. actually make this stuff up, eh? No, he it's... Loss control director. He was the loss control uh. director. And he had four levels. So, uh, yeah, Zimra is just a problem. Zimra, mm. Zimra, Zimra. Then you have Potras. Potras, yes. Where, um, is that the Super Mandiwanzira one? Yes, Honorable Mandiwanzira was implicated in having um, 
I've used Potres, which is uh, a parastatal linked to the Ministry of ICT um, and not reporting directly. So he used Potres funds to purchase himself a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, basically. He bought a car with Potres money. The, and but, but he says that he is um, entitled to one. Entitled to a, a, a service vehicle. From Potres. Does he work for Potres? No, but what it is is that um, Treasury or uh, who can get money. I think he, he said in an interview that the I Treasury thought, can um, get money from its certain institutions, yeah. from its parastatals to provide vehicles for, for these situations. My, and I, I thought... I thought CMED. In terms of service vehicle. I thought CMED. CMED, that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. The central vehicle is the one who allocates vehicles for everyone. So why was he then getting money himself to do it? Look, I'm I'm not sure how these things are supposed to operate, but this is what he said. Of course, it doesn't seem to be the way things were supposed to operate, yeah. which is then why it becomes a corruption scandal. But yeah, he did say that... Um, you and know, then he was entitled to the car. Well, yeah. While we're on 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 super um, honourable Mandiwanzere and his ministry, where the net one scandal as well, um, Ruad Kangai. Um, there was there's actually so many moving parts to this that it's 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 really confusing even for myself. There's the one end where Mr. Kangai, who was uh, CEO of Net One, accused. Uh, Mr. Manduanzre of of uh, forcing away of being uh, forcing away upon net one for a four million dollar contract. That's on one side, and then there's Mr. Kangai's own issues, <laughs> where he's accused of, amongst other things, um, taking money directly from net one, uh, giving uh, what's it called, um, building base stations on his relatives' homes so that they get the rent the rentals from these base stations, um, amongst other things of not uh, seeking council permission before he built base stations, uh, therefore forcing Net1 to have to pay um, regularization fees instead of paying a $200 application fee, you now have to pay almost $2,000 in regularization fees. So much going on. Anyway, uh, Mr. Kangai is now on forced leave. They've pretty much cleared everyone out at Net1. And he then wrote a letter to the president uh, asking for his intervention in this in this issue, um, claiming that the president was aware of all these pro- problems and and whatnot. One has to realize that Kangai had been at Net One or CEO of Net One since the mid nineties, um, which is one of those things that it doesn't matter whether it's corporates or, or or government or anything. Then you need some type of leadership renewal because obviously this guy was treating Net One like his personal kingdom. No, you do, especially in especially in the corporate. You need guys with new ideas. Number one, where we we are in changing times, and net one, where it is, where its competitors are, um, you want someone who can change yeah. your your business, and you also just generally don't want the same corporate culture for twenty odd years. But you're 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 quite right, and it's for me, it's interesting that. Whenever somebody is caught up in corruption, yeah. the one place they run, not interesting, but I suppose it's you're trying to save your ass, is that you go to the president. Yeah, because the president is all-seeing, all-knowing. All-deciding. 
godfather of a mafia all deciding because is a I mean, mafioso look, if you when, see <laughs> when when Zach went after prof uh, went robin hood mlevu um they <laughs> it was at the politburo and the president said okay hold up the party is going to investigate mm. which for me also is is a big issue is that you have a minister accused of corruption by a, by an independent by, body by the by the anti corruption commission which is meant to investigate corruption corruption but the the president then stops his arrest and says the party zanpf will look into it and bear in mind this was at a political bureau not at a cabinet meeting so this is during a party a party meeting so it was not even government business that they should have been discussing they should have been discussing party business <laughs> it's incredible. So when we say that think, they run think, it's a mafia mafia no, 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 but look, look, look they are the governing party so i will give them that when they are discussing you party there's they, they there has become a there is no line but right the thing now. is this right now there is no line between party and state but there's but non cabinet ministers that sit on political bureau that are now having influence in matters that are beyond their purview because they were neither neither appointed nor selected elected uh, uh, is everyone in politburo not no no you're right no. yes so yeah, there's people in politburo right. who are not cabinet ministers yeah no you're but right but they are now obviously making decisions about the country yeah, no but they are because at the end of the day though the party's mandate then governs what the government does yeah no i don't i don't mind. so so it it there is going to be that flow of information my issue then becomes though that on many times on many occasions and yeah. this goes into corruption as well I will, you have party business superseding state business mm. so for example politburo is usually held on a wednesday wednesday is the day that ministers are supposed to be in parliament for question and answer but they never go half the time they're not there because they're sitting in politburo yeah and it's 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 an issue that has come up time and time again the speaker of parliament has threatened to read the right act in parliament and say these guys should come the vice president has been brought um into question and said please tell your 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 ministers to come to parliament yeah. and to his credit he's more often than not there yeah and he will take whatever questions that he must because he is the vice president yeah, but fine. that's not what we want from we him want the ministers. we want the minister responsible to answer questions so i think um, in the interest of ministers answering questions uh, i would put out a humble request to those who are listening within the ZANPF Politburo to please change your Politburo meetings to Thursdays uh, even Mondays or, or Mondays or Fridays hey why don't have it on the Sunday Dairies, man look, you can do whatever, <laughs> whatever day that is come, not Wednesday come have them on Maestro on Thursday nights boots <laughs> that is not Wednesday because on Wednesday we really would like our to ministers have in our parliament, ministers in parliament to answer which they are constitutionally mandated to do isn't it they are constitutionally mandated to sit there and answer questions because also our MPs I don't know a lot yeah, of them don't ask do, real our, questions proper our, questions. Our, our MPs must ask real questions but our MPs must also come to the constituents so that we can pose questions, questions to yeah. them that they will then take to parliament I don't know if your MP does one of the MPs I know who reaches out a lot is Jessie Manjomeen Yeah no she her. does she does she's me, actually my MP in She's that's why I stay I'm okay. in a yeah. situation. So she, but maybe uh, 2018 Jesse coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. 
Yeah, right. But so yeah, <laughs> so I mean corruption corruption is the biggest thing mm. and it's it's holding us back. But um I think now since we're done with that we without to, further ado number, number one, one number one number one hashtag one. this flag hashtag Tajamuka hashtag Munwesim Road hashtag 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 the year of the hashtag Yes, um, the most memorable or defining political phenomenon in Zimbabwean politics this year has been social movements, online social movements, the hashtag movements, and the personalities that the hashtag movement has presented us. Um, and this had its genesis in the This Flag movement with the good pastor Evan and everything that he everything that he tried to do did achieve and his subsequent def- defection to uh, to america um but yeah no his yeah the hashtag movement what uh, what do you think um yeah first and foremost you know it was about 8 months ago when was it was in what what month was pastor ivan's first video pastor ivan's first video was in march in march yeah um so, and it really, you know, the thing is, I was actually having a, a chat to people about this. The videos uh, came, there were quite a number of, there was, if you actually remember, let's, let's try and cast ourselves back to that time. There was the video for this flag, then a certain group of people, a small group of people sort of moving around with this flag. Um, with the flag, national flag, taking it to, to, to work, doing that kind of thing. Then they had the 25 days where you were meant to be wearing the flag for 25 days. And then that happened, and then that passed. And then the teachers hadn't been paid around June, end of June, July, and they called for a stay away. And then the, this flag movement said, in solidarity with teachers, ETC, ETC, um, we're also going to get involved in a, in what? In a protest movement. <laughs> And, uh, and, and shutting down them. So the six, the first major real victory of, of, of the, this flag movement was the shutdown on the 6th of July. And then I suppose the rest is history, isn't it? It is. For me, the most interesting moment was the start of it all. Yeah. Is that Pastor Ivan came out, flag around his neck, I think it was even. Was it good day citizen? What is it? It it just. I think it just starts this flag. Wait, let's let me let's play a little bit of it, yeah. and then get back into it. Hmm. This flag. This. This beautiful flag. They tell me that the. The green, the green is for the vegetation and for the crops. I don't, I don't see any crops in my country. Okay, I think we can stop right I don't right see here. any crops in our country. Right? Um, so bars. <laughs> <laughs> he came with some bars. He went yeah. in, you know. And as he says, it was out of frustration in the sense that he wanted to pay school fees for his child. child but he couldn't, afford it. he couldn't afford it and he didn't know what to do. 
So he's made this video and it went viral. I remember when I received it, I was like, Aako, Blazava, Devapi. Like, no. generally, I was like, what, what is this, you know? But it resonated with a lot of people. A lot of people then started to think, yeah, you know, this is these are real concerns and real, that, and they were so they were so poetic, so it, beautifully it, packaged. Well, he's a pastor, Kasaka. You know, it's part and parcel of yeah of, of what he does. But it really did touch a lot of people, um, and it wasn't political in the sense that it wasn't something that was speaking politically charged language. Yeah. It was just, this is how I'm feeling, this is what it was. So that started something. And as you mentioned, it went through a process. He started making more videos. He then started asking people to stay away. Wear the flag. He asked for the stay away. What was also equally um, interesting about picking the flag was that he chose a national symbol. symbol. Yeah. And people rallied around that. That's when our flag then came out in mm, retaliation. In where the, the Million Man March, our flag, ETC. But at the end of the day, this flag carried more prominence. Yeah. And because it was a national sh- symbol, you'd have, you know, you'd have thought that there's nothing. It's hard. It's actually government's in a tricky position because right now, um, I remember, I think it's at the cricket match in Bulayo where yeah. people were having their flags taken away from them. Yeah, it was. But it's it's ridiculous that you... It's now somewhat of a crime to have it is a national, a national flag. You don't well, see them being sold on the yeah, side of the road banned. anymore. It's, it's, it's banned from being sold and, and from you can't, being you, abused. You can't wear a, 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 a badge which has this, the, the flag colors in parliament. Um, two yeah, parliamentarians yeah, have been kicked out. You see. Nonsense. But so the government is afraid of its own national flag. It's... It's absolutely brilliant, but yeah, I, I actually think it's brilliant that that's what it was. Uh, but you know, the movement then went along. Pastor yeah. Ivan grew. He got a following. He was arrested. He was arrested, and you know, his arrest um, initially for just disruptive behavior, wasn't it? What was his? Why was he initially arrested? Wasn't because then the charges were later amended to subverting a constitutionally elected government, which is basically treason, um, and. You know, that's when effectively you would say that the government helped organize this flag's uh, first mass rally because a lot of people, um, myself included, he was first charged with inciting violence. Inciting violence, yeah. A lot of that pe- was that was when during the stayaways, the first stayaway, uh, that was when the, the the there were clashes, yeah, between the police and the combi operators. Yes. So then that was then then pinned because this flag claimed success. Of, of that stairway. stairway, it was then pinned on him. So he was charged with inciting violence, then charged with uh, attempting to subvert a constitutionally elected, elected government. They, they amended the charges as he was there. And then... Um, Which is why he got out. Yeah. So then, just on a technicality, actually. Yeah. So um, I was there and at least, I don't know, I'm not good at estimating numbers. I won't. But I'm just looking at the size of that crowd and you could definitely, it was definitely a thousand plus uh, throughout yeah, no, the day. Yeah, definitely. There were, there were uh, a lot of people there. Yeah. And you could say that this was this flag's first rally and last at that. <laughs> because he was then subsequently released. Um, gone on a flight and left. <laughs> now he's eating McDonald's and Burger King. <laughs> no, I think um, his legacy will always be that, you know, 
he really showed that something can be started online and then be taken to the streets technically. Um, and no one can argue against that. I think there's lots of people who say, well, the stairway wouldn't have been successful if the combis hadn't started or the teachers didn't, hadn't been paid. Yeah, but I challenge you to look at, uh, in history, a revolution that hasn't been started by an opportunist politically taking advantage of the things on the ground. Uh, you know, any, any of the Arab Springs, any, historically speaking, it's literally taking, opportu- uh, op- uh, taking the opportunity of what's, what's on the ground. So if you see teachers are going to strike, then call your stay away on the same day because you're likely to be successful. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people are always so, uh, so negative about that. You know what, actually? It, for me, it then comes to taking stock of then what happened. Because when the next stay away happened, you didn't have the same conditions that you had in yeah. the first stay away. And I suppose you're going to try and see if you can win. Uh, but then it, it didn't fail. Yeah. It, it didn't and they failed. And then looking to see how we can then do it again. Because then you end up repeating the same things. Yeah. Failed results. And it happened with the stay away, the, the multiple like failed stay away of bond notes. And yes, the government banned stay aways. And yes, uh, police presence increased during times when people said that they were going, not even stairways, uh, that was protests. Protests, no, so, but the protests were not necessarily past the heaven. Protests no, when yeah, Anastens, no, Rwaza, yeah, yeah, Patson Zamara, so, yeah. Linda, Promise Makawananzi, like when all these, and they wouldn't have had as big a voice. I'm not saying they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't have had as big a voice if it wasn't for the platform that this flag had created. I, I completely agree with that. I think it, he, he sparked something in the citizen. Um, in the citizenary. <laughs> yeah, in the citizen, in the individual person, because people are now coming out and actually speaking about yeah. these things a lot more. So he did do something there. But the, on the issue of stairways is that the first one, it was the conditions. The second one didn't work. Was there a third? Mm, the, second one, the second one was when he was then arrested, wasn't it? Or was that the third one? That was the third one. That was the third one. So there were two. The first one, there were, the, the first one was successful because the of the teachers. Was, yes, success. The second one was semi. It was, you know, businesses closed up until like 12 and they saw nothing was happening. Then they opened And then they up. opened. And then the third one was just an absolute, uh, but unfortunately. What made, what made, no, but then it then played to his advantage. Because in then the sense he that, was, That's when they had that yeah. mass rally outside uh, yeah. Rotten Rock. Um, um, more like a prayer meeting. <laughs> But um, Tajamuka, um, Nera, and other political parties then decided instead of stairways, let's protest. So they had Andy Bonnotes protest and anti. Tajamuka actually started around SI64. Yeah, sorry. In, in, actually... Bait, in, in Bait Bridge. Where... But was that Tajamuka or they were just. I don't think that was organized it, by. Oh. I don't think they claimed, they claimed it. Of course. it. Yeah, Same, they you claimed just take it. advantage of your situations. I don't think that any of the Tajamuka leaders were in. In we're, Bay Bridge at, at the time. Yeah, fair enough. But they, look, um, these cross-border traders protested. Yeah. And Tajamuka then claimed it. Yeah, then um, in August, um, you had the Nera, which got quite violent quite quickly. It's one that, if you guys have seen the, the famous Im- image of protesters holding up the Robert Mugabe Road sign. Um, it's where I went. I got tear gassed. So the me smashed and, helmet. Yeah. Me and, me and, there was uh, also this um, gown. There was that one. Yeah. That one coincided with the bond notes one. Yes, where people were tear gassed. Yes, as well yeah. outside um, the, the Ministry of Finance. Yeah, so that was I was there. That was very peaceful march of maybe about five hundred people max, up until you got to the Ministry of Finance. Uh, they went upstairs, delivered their petition to Chinamasa, got back downstairs, and then 
march were marching towards parliament to the to deliver a second petition and that's when things got uh for lack of a better word lit <laughs> but the reason why is because people were marching past monomotapa building yes which is the headquarters uh, which is the president which is office. office of the president yeah Obviously. and they were singing that song that tichaku visa song yes and, and so <laughs> So the Sha- police were like, nah, Sha- nah, <laughs> player. Look, nah. look, all I'm saying is if you're passing my office and you're singing your yeah. obscenities, <laughs> <laughs> you must be tear <laughs> No, I'm not saying you um, must be tear So, so that yeah, was, that, that going to for us, this flag, the social movements, the hashtag movements, I mean, to a large extent, I don't think we would even be podcasting or we would, a lot of us wouldn't be speaking about politics on online, in our homes, uh, with our grandparents, with anyone, if it hadn't been to... Uh, for the sort of opening up of the dialogue on the the conversational space that that this flag the Jamuka ETC did um and if you see that he, the the humanizing influence of having ministers and MPs on Twitter and us being able to tweet our nonsense and being like hey you know what i haven't been snatched up in the middle of the night by calling uh, robin hood robin hood um really 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 did have an effect on politically No it, it 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 certainly has changed what i want to see is what happens next, next year with uh these movements what happens in terms of the citizenry um you know the leadership of it pastor ivan has left uh gong, gong. it's not it's not without <laughs> yeah. leadership um it is not actually talking about that should we get onto Oh, we do want to do honorable mentions first so who yeah, to look off for next I year. Yeah, I think so that was our number one this flag certainly that was social one. media movements so and all that things. Um I think honorable mentions we can do that very quickly because I think we've been speaking for a while now. Yeah. But um long year though. <laughs> it has been quite a long year. Um in terms of honorable mentions Zimpf? Yeah, Zimpf being launched um it's actually quite big but maybe we'll talk about we'll see what how they are in 2017 and they haven't had their congress yet um and also grand coalition will come about but zimpf being launched is probably the biggest submission um from this list but yeah. you know they got launched and that's it there's nothing else to say yeah, i suppose yeah um then you have uh, vice president poko moving out of rainbow towers shout out to you my guy you have saved my Taxes. <laughs> I pay yeah. taxes. Yeah, it's rough out here, dog. Do you shop at Choppies? <laughs> no, I don't shop at Choppies. Right. Um, another one is uh, Simbarashi. Uh, what's his that's his last name? I always forget. Chikore. Chikore. Yes. Um, the president's son-in-law being appointed as CEO of uh, Air Zimbabwe, the country's only national carrier, after being COO. Is he CEO or CEO? COO. Yes. Chief Operating Officer. Yeah. Um, after having spent the last year and a half as a manager at Gushungo Dairies, so obviously he was infinitely qualified. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Shout out to you, Koma uh, um, Simba. Yes, please, um, please, please. Um, just, you know, we just hope that we, you know, get a good service on Air Zimbabwe, that, um, that ministers your... and vice presidents don't delay flights. Which they do still, and yeah, uh, you know. so basically, what he's he's CEO of Airzim. Robert is the biggest user of Airzim, so he's he's just basically his dad, his father-in-law's personal flight <laughs> um, flight attendant. 
Yeah, I suppose you of could course. say that. Of and course. then there was um now we mentioned it, Joao and Chinamasa's beef yeah, no. over 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 yeah, the little boy being publicly reprimanded. Yeah, that and he's been quiet ever since. Really has been quiet. He's been quiet ever since. Something we didn't mention though, when we mentioned AC and when we didn't and when we mentioned Oh, the little that, fallout. That fallout between AC and uh Joao. <laughs> it was you know, it was it was what sparked AC Leaving ZANPF and, and forming going, his own and party. going to form his own party, so um, I think it was quite it was quite um, important. Uh, um, bond notes, of course. Eh? Let's yeah, not bond notes. Bond notes were serious. Yeah, um, but yeah, bond notes was probably one of the most serious things this yeah. year. But we'll just have to see how they play out. I think we'll mention that in what to look out for in twenty seventeen. Yeah, you have something um, you want to play for us? Yes, I do. This for me is my most the most memorable, my favorite political moment uh, of. 2016 Kana <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's for all of you who think who to 2018 but maybe yeah. our Mzimu will work out, eh? So that was uh 2016 has been quite a year. It has been quite a year. Um 2017 is going to be even more of a year. We're hoping for lots of things and I'm sure there'll be plenty of surprises, but who who should we watch out for in 2017? 2017 first person I'm watching out for is um advocate Fadzai Mahere. She's come strong. She's uh, on a rise and rising. Yeah, she is. She's on a roll on the back of uh, on the back end of uh, 2016. Yeah. She, for me, is the de facto leader of this flag or the citizens movement, movement. whatever um, you know, you might call it. She was arrested for public Pro- disorder, protest, something, but it was on the it day. It was intentional, the, whatever. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was on the day of, of the uh, Bond notes. Bond notes. Um, anti-bond notes. The anti-bond. last anti-bond notes protest. Yeah. So um, I want to see what happens there. She's called out the banks. And she's, she's been quite successful in calling has, out the banks. Um, bank has. charges, um, uh, changing of, of bank conditions by Stanbeck. She wrote a Facebook post. They retracted. Um, she wanted a class action lawsuit um, for high bank charges. Uh, the RBZ preempted her and sorted that out. So she's been on a, on a rise and rise and definitely will be someone to look forward look out for in 2017. Yeah. I want to see if she's going to enter politics. Yeah. I'm talking about that. I think Patson Zamara will, Dr. Patson Zamara will enter politics next year. Really? I don't know. I'm, I hope he does, but I think he will. Okay. Um, he's also someone to look out for, to look out for on that same, on that same note, uh, a couple of victories from him this year, but he's a very motivated person. Um, and has quite a personal following as well. Stan Zorwaza in the same breath. Mm, not in the same breath, but definitely. No, in terms afterwards. of no, no. <laughs> yeah. Listen, no. I'm talking no, I'm about. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about in terms of entering politics. Yeah, no. All these um, activists. Yeah. And some of them have been. Linda. Very, Linda, Linda yeah, is already Sarita, a politician. Yeah. Actually. Um, I want to see how they move because activism will, will only take you so far. Yeah. And most of it has been lukewarm. Yeah. The performance of bond notes and. Yeah. Uh, my prediction in the bond note episode that by June, July, we won't be able to see any US dollars anymore. 
but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, definitely interested to see what will happen with the bond notes. Um, in the same area, because it's economy, what happens with command agriculture as well? Mm. Um, that's 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 big. That's come out of you know. If we can, what was the claim? How many tons, megatons are we gonna? Two million. Two million. Mm. Yeah, so we'll look out to see Two that. Two million tons. So or will we be disappointed again? <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> no, but it it'll be very interesting to see what happens with bond notes uh, and command agriculture because that for us that's where our economy is yeah. edged, I suppose. Um, grand coalition looking to to see if um, they'll be able to make some kind of coherent coalition work. Let's make a call on that. I believe that um, MDCT and ZIMPF will have a coalition by August. It'll fall apart around June. Um, 2018, and then they'll have an electoral pact. But that's my that's my call. Is that at the very least MDCT and ZIMPF will have a coalition at some point? So it won't necessarily be a grand coalition. Okay, I think we're going to have um, a coalition 2018. Mm. I I think between now and then, beginning of 2018, I say between yeah. now and then, unless somebody dies. Um, too much to hope for. No, like I shouldn't unless, say that. Sorry, I, I apologize. Mean, <laughs> unless, because look, none of the leaders of MDC, ZIMPF, um, PDP, to. what's the other one? Mavambo, um, MDC, Ngube. Ngube, yeah, and nobody, none of those individuals is going to step down. Yeah, and no, the biggest no two are down. Joyce Mujuru and, 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 and Morgan Sangre. So, unless one of them, guys, why do we keep saying Joyce Mujuru is the biggest based off rally numbers in that? Co- no, in that uh, coalition. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying yes. that we've been talking about coalitions, and are we saying that because she can get two thousand people at a rally, she is now the second biggest opposition party in this country? I think because she was once the vice president of this country, she has sort of been given this leeway, and yeah, also no. she left ZANU-PF, so she, it's assumed she left with followers because she did have those um provincial chairpersons that she left with. About how many were they? Six or seven of them. Yeah, that she left with. So it's assumed that she has this following with the, from. Ex-Zanu-PF but as we quickly learned that a Zanopiev follower is a Zanopiev follower, not a Mujuru, not a Mtsonga, That's not a. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see we'll what, see happens. what yeah, happens. We'll see and what happens. at the elections, I think she needs the. Co- to be honest, she needs a coalition more than anyone at the moment. If you actually think about no, it, no, that's true. I agree. Because Look, if the MDC goes it alone, it will lose. But will ZIMPF be able to win a significant amount of seats at this point? Not. I don't think so. Probably not. I don't think it's stronghold in Mashanaland. It will be able to wrestle them from from ZANU-PF without a coalition's help. So um, it's going to be interesting. And yeah. then finally, to look out for in 2017, Zek says that it will start registering voters in June, middle GT. June, July 2017. So please, 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 go. please go and register. Once Zek says, Mangwana Tirukutanga, tomorrow we are starting to register voters. Mm. Make sure that you go. Don't wait for anything the last day go and register to vote make sure you're registered even if you know personally in your heart there's no one you want to vote for yeah and you might not vote in 2018 just make sure that you're registered because you don't know what could happen so i'm definitely interested to see and i might run so you know i need your support (laughs) chris is also running (laughs) i'm not running for anything um and we'll be here 2017 yeah no we'll look forward to next year i was gonna say on the issue of zek it's interesting to see what will happen in the event that justice makarao is appointed 
um, chief justice. Yeah, that would be. Um, because she's the head of sex. So just to see what happens there. Also on that chief justice issue, that's something to look, to look out, out for. Because it's spilling into 2017. Yeah. What happens. Um, yeah, we will be here, Politics and Beyond. Definitely. Holding your hand throughout next year. Yeah, taking you through and lots what happens. Of, lots of updates, lots of changes and lots of growth coming. Lots of interviews as well. We'll definitely try to get Ooh, yeah. some interesting people. If we could get Justice Makarao, you know, we would. If we could get, you know, all the people that we've spoken about. We even get your small house from Glenn. <laughs> That's your small house from Glenn, my friend. Uh, um, lots of interviews coming up. We're going to try and get everyone who's spoken about um, to come and, and join us. And also just, uh, we're loving your feedback. Thanks to everyone that's given, given feedback, um, uh, especially for this, inter- for this, uh, for this episode, um, at the big Induna, at Soro Makamba, at just Midzi, just underscore Midzi. Thank you all you guys at Tawi. Thanks to you guys for, for giving us, uh, feedback. Mzi, Edinzo Suwani. Um, thanks for your, your moments. You can hear we actually spoke about those. Um, obviously at uh, Omagaisa, you also gave us a couple of ideas for this. And mm-hmm. thanks for everyone for listening. Um, Indeed. Thank you very much also to um, all the people that we've sourced information from. I know Alex Magaisa is definitely, yeah, definitely number up one up there. The Herald um, as well. Yes, indeed. The Herald, definitely. It's, it's, a, it's really terrible. That once you shift through the propaganda of the Herald, they're really quite factual. Um, well, well-researched anyway. <laughs> so let's not talk about facts. So, um, so thank you very much. Um, we hope you will continue listening and continue sharing your thoughts with us, helping the conversation grow so that, you know, we can create a better political space in this country. For you. Yes, for me. you, for me, for everybody. Everyone. So right. um, thank you like guys. our page on Facebook, Politics and Beyond. Follow us on Twitter at Beyond Poly ZW. At Beyond Poly ZW. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba at Chris Charamba on social media. Follow me and share. And I've been Tawanda Henry Beatty at Henry Beatty on social media. And yeah, you're listening to us on Capital 263 FM. There is no FM. We are. Yeah, not but come radio. on, just like don't like kill my <laughs> dreams, please. Anyway, Capital I'll, 263 uh, 263 and uh Shout out to Anai for, for giving us this platform. Yeah, our producer will kill you if you had that effort. <laughs> Bye. And now, and now. Capital 263.